Hey, I'm Carmen. I'm a teacher, fellow ADHDer, and a certified life coach. I created this podcast to help people like you live the life they want to live. Let's chat about the struggles, the different things that we face, the latest research, and some of my favorite tips on how to cope with this neurodevelopmental disorder of ADHD. Let's get started. Hey, adhd I see you. If you'd like to take the strategies and tips that I share in this podcast further, head to my show notes and click the link to join Focused. It is the ADHD program for adults created by Kristen Carter, who has ADHD herself. So the platforms are ADHD friendly and the transformations that I've made since I joined have been amazing. If you head to my show notes and use that link, not only do you save $50 in your first payment, but I get a credit to my account too. We all win. Go to my show notes now if you want more of these tips, strategies, and in-depth ways to manage your ADHD. You can also download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started making your own podcast to share your voice. All right, my friends, back to the show. Hi, friend. I am so glad that you decided to press play on this very lengthy topic that is essentially buffering. Buffering is not (laughs) what happens when, I mean, it is what happens when, like, a video stops and it says buffering, which, I mean, happens on, like, my old computer, but it rarely really happens anymore. Um, But that's the term a lot of people think of, and I actually really like the metaphor that it creates to the ADHD brain, because... When a system is buffering, it's like trying to get its gears, right? It's trying to get everything so it can play clearly for you. Well, the ADHD brain is kind of like that when we decide to buffer or when our brains decide that we need to buffer. So I am super excited to talk about this topic of buffering at the different angles and ways to look at it, different ways um, to cope with it and manage it. And so let's get started. So buffering in its literal sense means doing something that makes you feel good instead of doing that looming, dreaded, tedious, and or boring task that we need to get done because it's important. There are a lot of different ways that people buffer, and there's a lot of different reasons why. It's not just to avoid other tasks. Also, it can be to avoid, it's actually more so avoiding emotions that are attached to the tasks. And we have attached those emotions to those tasks. So the work is unattaching the emotions. 
But let me back up here. So buffering looks different for everybody. It can look like scrolling social media for hours, losing track of time. It can look like binge watching your favorite TV show, or it can look like procrastinating working. So like doing other tasks such as laundry, dishes, um, things that you, you know, don't necessarily enjoy, but things that do give you that quick hit of dopamine. And it's the dopamine that you're craving of getting that task done, the, the bigger task, or working through the bigger emotions. I also want to start out by saying <clears throat> shame, or, um, well, shame is attached with buffering for the ADHD brain. This does not mean you're a bad person. I am not saying that scrolling social media, shopping, procrastinating, working, exercising, or any of your buffers are bad. Because actually, we need buffers in the ADHD brain. It's very important to buffer. Um, because let me have you, I'm going to invite you to think about some of these questions. As you transition through the day, do you have trouble getting out of the door in the morning? How about getting started on tasks? How about fully engaging in one meeting after just completing one? How about stopping tasks to move on to other ones? How about focusing on a conversation while you're still thinking about something else? Or stopping work when you say you will. So buffering is actually a solution to doing any of the things that I just asked and learning how to better manage the transition or the time between tasks. Because if you can do this better, rather than getting stuck in your buffer you will move through your day more effectively, save time, and get stuff done, and we don't have to feel shame about it. So the key is knowing why you buffer. To find out why, I suggest you head back and check out episode 15 for the major brain hack about thought downloading. So knowing you need some buffer time and not overdoing it is the best way to go about it because we will inevitably buffer at some point. Everybody buffers, not just people with ADHD. The term buffering was coined by um, a life coach, Brooke Castillo. I learned it from my life coaches that certified me, Josh Coates and Mark Hildebrand. Um, I don't really like the term because it does create shame in the ADHD brain. So when I am buffering, I like to use the word, I'm taking a break. <laughs> it's my break time. Buffering is my brain's way of, of taking a break. So knowing that, scheduling it into your tasks is the first part of taking the shame that we often, as ADHDers, attach to buffering. Especially especially if our buffer habit is unhealthy, like eating too much, 
smoking, drinking too much, over-exercising, or doing drugs, or overworking. Because all of those things can lead down scary paths. (laughs) But that shame comes with any buffer. I know I feel shameful after spending two hours watching reels on Instagram instead of writing a lesson plan or getting started on my podcast notes or doing that looming, tedious, boring task. Usually, for me, it's something boring that I'm trying to avoid. So... My tips here are going to kind of come in the middle because I have a few different ways that I like to look at buffering. So my three tips for buffering and managing it is, are, (laughs) one, make time visible. Two, when the time's up, put it away. And three, schedule your buffering and break time first. So, how long do you buffer? Do you know? I invite you to time yourself, and then if you feel necessary, cut some of the time off and schedule it into your day. And when the timer is up, use a super visible alarm. Make an alarm come across your phone screen that covers whatever you're doing. Or... Put the alarm clock away from you and loud so you have to get up and shut it off. That way your body is cued after getting up. If you don't schedule the time for buffering, free time and rest, your body will end up doing it for you anyway. I say this from scientific research and my own experience. So then, as the ADHD brain usually does, it likes to attach the unscheduled behavior as a bad thing about you. It tells you to feel shame for that wasted time, and it makes it a lot easier to believe the thought that it tells us that we're better, or that we know better, and that, honestly, it's so much easier when the time is scheduled in. Because I promise you, you will feel better when you do get that thing done because you planned for the emotions that came with it instead of trying to just feel good all the time but not checking those important things off the to-do list so I invite you to journal about your type of buffer how it makes you feel how long you tend to kind of get caught up in it and ask yourself gently why why do I do this this thing And then release the shame. I'm going to say that again for emphasis. Release the shame. Because you are a human, my friend. All humans buffer, but ADHD's emotional dysregulation attaches our buffering strongly to the feeling of shame. It's another lie our brain tells us that you should feel shameful because you do things differently. And it's just totally not true. I've worked on my self-awareness and I believe that I have improved a lot personally, but there is another name for buffering that I do use sometimes and it's numbing out because remember, buffering or numbing out is any activity that we do 
to avoid feeling something. So numbing out to me is a perfect description of avoiding feeling anything. So binging that Netflix, scrolling through social, posting and eating and drinking and all of those things can be used to buffer or numb out. You also might start to do this if you are trying to engage in some activity that makes you feel extremely overwhelmed or like gross in some way, like a difficult phone call or conversation you need to have with your boss or a specific um, thing that you need to do, a major project at work or a podcast you're avoid writing, you're avoiding writing. Um, a major indicator that you've been buffering and it's not been scheduled in is that terrible feeling you get when you stop whatever the action is that you're trying to do to avoid the feelings. You feel panicked, self-critical, and shameful. And that's exactly the opposite of how you wanted to feel before you started buffering. All things in life that are difficult require thinking and feeling, even for regular humans. For ADHD, it's a little bit more pronounced, but creating something, starting a new project, making that phone call, having that conversation, making the decision, the list can be endless. But acknowledging your emotions is rough for everybody, for all humans. So it's super tempting to numb out instead. Many of us think we're relaxing when we're binge-watching Netflix, but really, really think about how you feel after you're done doing that. Do you feel recharged and refreshed, or do you feel more so shameful and kind of burnt out? Some of us are quite literally afraid to hear our own thoughts, and I know what it feels like to not want to listen to my thoughts and not want to experience the emotions that are attached to them. So we eat, play video games, scroll, or whatever appeals to us individually. In the ADHD community, it's well acknowledged that we aren't good at self-soothing, so numbing out is a very easy for us to default to. When you're aware, it can be joyful. You can enjoy buffering or taking a break. Because I'm not saying you should just cut out every single thing in your life that you use for a buffer because, like I said, you need to schedule that time in. But you are able to raise your awareness around the types of buffers, find ways to manage your emotions, and enjoy the breaks that you put in. So I've written about journaling, and I've talked about journaling before, And it really uncovers the way that your mind works when you get those thoughts down on paper and you can look at them as sentences on paper. Because like I said in the last episode, thoughts are just sentences in your brain. You get to choose whether you want to keep them or throw them away. So the thought that I am shameful because I spent this amount of time doing this buffer task, you can throw that away and say, I took a break and I'm glad that I did. So there's other lists of options. There's a list of options that I have that can help you relax without numbing out, 
so without not feeling emotion. So getting into nature or near some type of water. I, if it's cold outside and I don't feel like going outside, I love to take a shower. It's a great time to think and I like to think of the water as just like washing the emotions that I'm feeling kind of away as I feel them. Try being in silence for small bits of time. I know this sounds a little woo-woo, but I literally schedule time for myself to space out, to literally stare at the wall in silence. Because our brains get so overstimulated, we need time for silence. When you're sick of the silence, look for connection with your loved ones, with a coworker, with somebody. Just get connected. Listening to music is a great one too, and it also ups the oxytocin in your brain. Doodling, drawing, and writing, and then repetitive motions like using fidgets, or um, there's also like people who twirl their hair, that's something that I do. Uh, Have a dance party. That will also get your dopamine and norepinephrine and your oxytocin up. Or sitting on like a balance ball to engage your brain and body at the same time. Things to engage your brain and body at the same time also include things like weightlifting, yoga, and meditation. So please don't leave this podcast feeling terrible about your behaviors of buffering with ADHD because we all have them all humans everyone does it sometimes and it's important to know why you do it and how you can manage it I hope this episode helped you understand buffering a little bit more until next time stay authentic friends